There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Short shorts. Uh, You'll get quite an eyeful. He was spotted recently by the paparazzi wearing a pair of short shorts. And the internet has jokes. They weren't ridiculously short, but I mean, they they ended up pretty far up the thigh. I mean, who still sells short shorts? Where can you buy short shorts? They are very popular for the last probably what five years or so. Old Navy has like a shorter short, like they they do the inseam, you are know, they like two running inches, running one inches. Or are they no, they're just short no, they're shorts. Short, short, they, they were huge, like the last five years. If you were a man and you went to the store to buy shorts, there, 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 was, there was nothing. Everything so was above the some? knee. Hell yeah, I do. You do. It's like the I'm girls Chris, and the crop man. tops, Jen. The short shorts and the crop tops came back at the same time. Gotcha. Now, I went to buy new shorts this past year, and now everything is below the knees, so trends must be leaning back. Oh, oh we're back in Jeff territory. Longer. Do they have huge pockets? <laughs> huge cargo shorts. <laughs> huge entire, baggy cargo shorts. <laughs> entire sides, like, pockets. This, this is Cincinnati. We're going to rock those short ones for another five years. <laughs> well, these shorts on Chris Pine, I guess, were a little too high up by today's standards. Uh, but Chris is standing by that look. He says, I don't think there's anything to defend here. It's called a short, isn't it? Well, it's supposed to be short. There you go. He said, it's a vibe, and it's the best vibe. It's like a Tom Selleck (laughs) vibe. I love that. It's like a 70s surfer vibe. And Chris was also like you to know that he's going to keep wearing the shorts until the legs go. That's funny. That's right. That's funny. Even then, he might at that age, he might say, no, you know what? I'm just going to keep wearing them. There you go. Because they bother you so much, and I'm enjoying that. He's he's fine. I like him. He's got a good attitude. He's cute Fun personality. Oh, those eyes. Mm-hmm. You know, jeez, just dreamy. Yeah. His cousin, I, I know his cousin. She lives here. Global. You know his cousin? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Chris Pine's cousin? Yeah. That's interesting. Does she want to pop him by the radio sometime? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. You Does know, he ever come? Can he show us over his for Thanksgiving. Shorts? That would be great. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so you've probably noticed in the recent years that a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving has not aired on ABC. Mm-hmm. This is not my favorite one, though. Like, I'm not a big fan of the Charlie Brown Thanksgiving for, I don't know why, but I'm just, it's not must-see TV for me. Well, well there's at, a reason. Yeah, as some as someone who loves Snoopy and all that stuff, they're not the most uplifting, funny yeah. cartoons, but there's something calming about them. Yeah, I love them. The music. Yeah. yeah. They're sweet. They end up sweet in the end. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Apple acquired the rights to the Peanuts catalog back in 2020. The show, uh, but to be nice, show some holiday spirit. And in recognition of the special's 50th anniversary, Apple TV Plus is going to allow non-subscribers to watch it for free this Saturday and Sunday, the 18th and 19th. Seven-day free trial is also available if you want to watch it on Thanksgiving. After the trial, Apple TV Plus is $9.99 a month, which is the same price as buying a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving on DVD. Mm. Somewhere we have the whole collection. For years, we watched every single one there was. So what? There's Thanksgiving. There's Christmas. Valentine's Day. Easter. Uh, Great pumpkin. pumpkin, Easter and Halloween, I think, were the... Arbor Day, the Arbor Day special. I do not believe there is an Arbor Day. If there is, we do not have it. (laughs) And I'm not sure where our DVD collection is, but those were big hits for a long time. Well, speaking of the holidays, uh, Taylor Swift's boyfriend is getting into the spirit. Uh, Travis and his brother Jason just released their new Christmas song. How fun is that? Fairy Tale of Philadelphia. Okay. Just like Philly is the city of brotherly love. Sure. So is their song. Here's a clip. I could have been someone. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com there you go (laughs) it sounds like they had fun doing it yeah those two are really funny i do enjoy them on their uh podcast you know, maybe that's something we should do. Should we do a Jeff and Jen morning show Christmas album and well, we sing? Well, I had the thought it would be more fun because typically, like, when we sing jingles, we, we don't have the, I mean, I'm sure we probably do have the ability, but we don't really take the time to, like, play the, the track underneath. We have the headphones on. We can hear the music. We can hear ourselves. Yeah. You know, that would be that would be the way to do it, like sure. you would in a traditional recording studio. Yeah, then we would really shine. Yeah. As opposed to us just singing dry just acapella and Tim trying to find a way to match it. Yeah. I don't even try to. I just... <laughs> it's just if it sounds just great, awesome. It if it sounds yeah. horrible, even oh, better. Well. But we could do like a behind-the-scenes video shoot of it, too, where we have one hand up, you know, really listening. With, with the we are for the world. Yeah, something like that. Now, yeah. you did say an album, Jen. Yeah. Maybe we just start with a, so- a track. A track. One song? Let's okay. release a single and see how that goes. <laughs> Is it going to well, be like, an original that's track? That's what I was going to ask. I think it should be. So we need to write something. We definitely got to get a, get our guitarist, Craig, in here to you know drop oh, yeah. some beats for us. And we're definitely going to do an upbeat as opposed to, you know. Yeah, up-tempo from right. Wayne yeah. Drive. Right. We're not right. doing anything slow. Even if it's a parody of an existing song, that would still be that fun. That might be the best place to start. Yeah, because we'll easiest. be familiar with the melody right. and we can make it funny. Right. Possibilities are endless. Write it down. We'll write Put it, it down. on the list for well, the speaking, next big thing. Speaking of recording, Andre 3000 is dropping a new album on Friday. It's called New Blue Sun, and it's not even remotely what you think it'll be. 
Mm-hmm. You will get no bars, no beats, and no vocals. What you will get, however, is 87 minutes of minimalist and experimental music featuring Andre playing various flutes oh. and other wind instruments. Well, is that mm. interesting? That's awesome. Now, Andre is being very upfront about this. He doesn't want to trick anyone into buying this album. So he's warning people, like right on the packaging, it says, warning, no bars. He says, I've been playing flute for years, and it got to a point where I was like, okay, I want to share. So New Blue Sun features eight songs with ridiculously long titles, by the way. Some I can't actually say on the air. But the lead track is appropriately called, I swear I really wanted to make a rap album, but this is literally the way the wind blew me this time. (laughs) All right. Yeah, uh, let's. I'll play a clip. You can hear it for yourself. Q. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Well, this could be kind of fun. Did you hear Sammy Hagar announced he is touring next summer? Yes. It yes. is the yes, best of all worlds tour. And he says, quote, we're going to go deep into the Van Halen catalog. I'm getting us tickets. Van Halen bassist uh, Michael Anthony is going to be along for the ride, plus Joe Satriani on guitar and Jason Bonham on drums. That's kind of cool. Oh. The tour launches on July 13th in West Palm Beach, Florida. You Sammy can leave says, me off, Tim. That's fine. I'll go with you. It's, I totally want to go. They're going to be at Riverbend August 27th. Yes. Tickets go on sale on Friday. Might as well jump. Yeah. <laughs> It will be almost exactly 20 years since Mike and I did a reunion with Ed and Al in 04. He said, Mike and I just said, Why? we can't wait another 20 years. How long can I even sing these songs? How long can I do this stuff? I just thought it's time to serve the fans. Oh. So that's what you can expect. I've told you Chris's Sammy Hagar story, right? No. no. What is it? I don't know if it's an on-air story. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, he doesn't really know who Sammy Hagar is, but he's named something after oh, Sammy Hagar. There you go. So really? I, I feel like maybe I should just get that, those tickets for him for Christmas there you as go. a joke. <laughs> guess what we're doing well, in August? Guess who we're going to go see? That's really funny. Live. Yeah, don't tell him. <laughs> wow. Tell that. Okay. I, I can't wait to see Chris tonight at our Friendsgiving. <laughs> the the first concert I ever attended on my own, like with my friends, yeah. was uh, Van Halen's. 5150 tour with Sammy Agar. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I think the first, my first was Genesis, but I don't remember the tour. Yeah, that was one of my first, but yeah. not, not the first. Yeah, <laughs> and you're talking about the Invisible Touch tour because we're the Probably. same age. Yeah. Does he cool. still sound the same? Do you guys, Sammy I mean, Agar? Yeah. I have you heard him in a while? No, I, I have not. In a while. 
Some of them, I mean, that's the thing. Like, the, the Rolling Stones just blow my mind every time. Like, when I see them perform or I hear their music. I mean, we saw them live up in Buffalo, and they were just, like, unbelievable. As opposed to, like, other fading rock bands where they just, they don't sound anything like what they used to. And they can't hit a lot of the notes and years of drinking and or drugs or whatnot. Sure. They just, it, it's kind of sad. And I'm one of those people that kind of, I kind of want to remember them as they were sort of mm-hmm. thing. But... So I don't know. Sammy Hagar has got I think David Lee Roth has still pretty much got it. He sounded the same when you play those clips of him. Just right. Screaming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> all he kind of does. <laughs> His vocal exercises. All right. Question for Tim is a, uh, you know, he's a Detroit guy. I mean, yeah, he lives here. He's, of course, a Bengals fan. But you, you got to have a little bit of love for the Detroit Lions, no? Sure. And they've been kind of having a good a few years here. They like they like the Bengals have been in the dumper for a very long time, and so yeah. they're both 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 teams sort of climbing out of that. Right, and you can be both, especially sure. if you're from sure. you know another area, right? So some Detroit Lions fans were calling on the team to dump receiver Jamison Williams for a food related offense. What did he do? Well, evidently Jamison Williams put ice cream on a cheeseburger. Why would you do that? Specifically, he went to McDonald's and ordered a McDouble and an Oreo McFlurry. I mean, I can think of one main reason you might try that. And then he removed the top bun from the burger and put a glob of his McFlurry on it. (laughs) And then he had the nerve to post this insanity to his Instagram story. (laughs) Not surprisingly, people had feelings about it. Uh, The comment pretty much sums this comment pretty much sums them up. Up until this point, I've enjoyed his hard work getting back into the fold. With that said, trade him now. <laughs> well, then we had a story on the hot list. What was that, Tim, a week or two ago where people were doing spicy chicken sandwiches and then they would put a blob of ice cream, oh, yeah, vanilla yeah. ice cream on top. So they took the spicy chicken sandwich with a scoop of vanilla ice cream and then put uh, honey on it or like spicy honey. And people were saying that it was just very messy but very good. Huh. Maybe this is a new spin on that. Did I read that McDonald's changed the name of their chicken sandwich, even though it's the exact same chicken sandwich? As it's always been. But when they changed the name, it all of a sudden, like, sales exploded. Like, you know, it was selling pretty good before, but when they... Okay, the company recently revealed having renamed the sandwich... Their chicken sandwich, the McCrispy, which is offered in a deluxe version with lettuce, tomatoes, and mayonnaise. Anyway, uh, the popular menu item, which was doing well before, just exploded when they renamed it the McCrispy Hmm. into a $1 billion global brand. Wow. That's crazy. It never even came. It's the craziest thing. McDonald's changes the name of a chicken sandwich. And sales soared. Let me see. I just found the article. The Chicago-based burger giant McDonald's in February decided to rebrand its crispy chicken sandwich, giving the item the same name as it had in other global markets, such as the U.K. and Canada. In the U.K. and Canada, for years, they've been calling it the McCrispy. Uh, It was kind of an odd decision, particularly given the sandwich's generally strong sales since its 2021 introduction. But... The move apparently worked. Sales of the product jumped by double digits thanks to that name change and a little marketing. But again, there was no 
core change to the product at all. It's the same exact thing, but simply changing it to McCrispy helped drive double-digit sales growth in the market. Yeah, it goes on to say McDonald's has been pushing more chicken items around the world of late, believing it can generate revenue growth by catering to consumers' growing demand for the protein. I guess yeah, hmm. some people feel maybe it's healthier than beef. Huh. Yeah. What do you know? So there you go. Well, this, all in a name. Call it. Yep. Just rebrand it. Makes sense. So Billie Eilish was thinking about Olivia Rodrigo when she wrote the song Goldwing. From her album, Happier Than Ever. It's about a woman being taken advantage of. So Billy says she feels a sense of protectiveness over Olivia. She said it's not only about her. She was coming up and she was younger than me and nobody had ever been younger than me. Olivia was getting big and she was just like this dainty little child. I was worried about her. She's been there. And I think that's sweet. Yeah. I think that, especially at that age, you know. She gets it. And they're close right? enough in age that they could probably be really good friends, you know, yeah. have a lot in common. Get along. She's like a big sister. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Anything else? I don't think so. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Welcome to Jeff and Jen's Fake It For Real. How are you this morning? I'm good. How are you? Excellent. Awesome. I got your headlines here. You pick the real one. You're going to see Alanis Morissette, okay? Okay. All right. So is it A? Pilot turns plane around after man repeatedly coughed without covering his mouth. Is it B? Woman drives her Subaru into a wall at the dealership after they overcharged her for a filter. Or C? A plane had to return to New York when a horse got loose on board. Uh, C? It is C. <gasps> Was it a mini horse? I don't know. Oh, therapy horse. Uh-huh. Could be. I got the air traffic control audio, <laughs> which I'll play for you here in a second. But let me give you the story. Last week, a plane that departed New York's JFK International Airport had to return had to return shortly after takeoff when a horse got loose on the aircraft. Now, it was a cargo plane. That was carrying animals. This was not a passenger plane. Okay, that makes more sense. But the horse somehow broke out of its stall and couldn't be secured. So the pilot had to radio air traffic control to tell them what was going on and that they'd have to return. Yes, sir. Uh, we are a cargo plane. Uh, we have live animal horse on board the airplane. And the horse managed to escape his stall. Uh, we don't have a, a problem as of flying-wise, but we need to return return back to New York. We cannot get the horse back secure. Mm. So the pilot requested that a vet be made available upon landing because the horse was, quote, in difficulty. Uh, and it's unclear what exactly that means. And there's no word on the horse's condition, but the plane was heading to Belgium. It took off again six hours later, and it successfully made it that time. That's so crazy. But Kristen texted me the, the link to that story last night because she knows that I'm big into uh, 
aviation. I'm kind of an aviation geek. And so I subscribe to a YouTube channel called VAS Aviation. And VAS Aviation is nothing but they daily they post basically incidents that take place in the sky, whether it be like a runway incursion, a near miss. And sometimes it's just entertaining like that. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the time, they post it before the media even gets a hold of it. In fact, it's often the source that the media finds a lot of these stories. So, again, I mean, if you're remotely into this stuff at all or you would think you would find this entertaining, it's a YouTube channel you should follow, VAS Aviation. And what's great about the YouTube channel is not only do they play the audio, but they have this uh, graphic set up where they will show you, like, what it what it looks like on the radar or on the runway as it's happening in real time. Mm-hmm. So, like the blip of the plane? Yes. Huh. So if it's a runaway incursion, like where planes almost collide, or if it's uh, something that's happening in the sky, they show the pathway of the plane over the airport. They have diagrams that they animate in real time in correspondence with the audio so you can follow along exactly what's happening for amateurs who may not know a whole lot about that's air cool. traffic control. What's the name of it again? It's called VAS Aviation. Did they show you putting the horse back in the stall on there? Uh, I don't know about that. Poor thing. Uh, But when I pulled up VAS Aviation, uh, the first video that came up was one that came out four months ago of a Cessna having to make an emergency landing on a road. Oh, wow. And you hear the pilot say, I'm bleeping my pants right now. (laughs) (laughs) And he's making the landing. It's pretty funny. So there's a lot of that. Uh, You will hear, like, arguments between pilots and air traffic controllers. Like, there was a Lufthansa flight that was forced to circle San Francisco International Airport multiple times because Mm -hmm. evidently uh, management at Lufthansa does not allow their pilots to land at night visually. Mm -hmm. And for whatever reason, or no, they, they can't land, I guess, based with using instruments. They can only do it visually or something. And so there was some mix up or confusion as to other traffic that was in the area And the air traffic controller was kind of being crappy with him about it over the radio, forcing him to go around and go around. And at first he told him it was going to be 10 minutes, which turned into 15 and then into 20. And then you hear this this pilot Mm -hmm. saying, hey, we're running out of fuel. And the air traffic controller's like, well, then go to Oakland or some other place. But Mm -hmm. we can't land you right now because we have other traffic. And if you can't land the way that we need you to land because of company policy or whatever your issue is, you're going to have to wait. Yeah. So there's that kind of drama that you hear. And God, as a flyer, like as a passenger, you hear these things, and you're like, dear God, it's a God, miracle. That- see, it would, I don't need to be watching it. I don't <laughs> yeah. need to be listening to that. I have enough issues getting on planes. Yeah. yeah, and that's been a story lately where you have the National Transportation Safety Board, and you're having these hearings now where they're trying to hire more air traffic controllers because these kind of incidents it would shock you all the time. Yeah, so many near misses on the runway. That's such a job, though, that I feel like either you have to know somebody that does it and want to do it too, right? Or be from like a family of air traffic controllers. Yeah. Like, is that a job? Like, I don't know. I just—it's so high pressure and stressful. Well, I don't think you were here uh, the other. You weren't here Monday, but we were talking about hiring air traffic controllers and how they won't even—you—you you can't even train for the job if you're over the age of thirty. Oh, they wow. only hire young people because. You know, like they're not as jaded. No, they just they want people with no experience, with no preconceived notions. They want to be able to just mold and shape your brain in the way that air traffic controllers need to think mm-hmm. when they've got that many lives depending on them. 
And well, I guess brains are just wired differently. Once anyway. you're past the age of 30, your your brain is already just wired in such a way that it's very hard to train someone. Do they let you stay on though for like multiple years? Yeah, if you've once you're in, you're in. Once you're yeah, in, you're in. You do in, have like... to retire, I think, at a certain age, but wow, yeah, it's pretty wild. Anyway, uh, 21 after 7, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102, sunny and warm today. We'll see a high around 66 right now, 39. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. All right. Thank you. Take it easy. Bye. See you. Bye. Uh, wow. Jennifer is a second grade teacher. She said, how awesome would it be <laughs> if they allowed you to tip your teacher? See, now there's a profession that definitely deserves it. And some parents need to tip more than others. She said <laughs> she has a screenshot. It's a meme. But it's a funny screenshot. She said, I think I'm going to place this screen in front of parents during the parent-teacher conferences. <laughs> Leave a tip. 15, 20, 25. <laughs> For sure. Or just a jar. Put out a jar. How great would that be? Yeah, that's funny. Wow. Yeah, because you can't tip your postal worker either. You can't tip any government employees. Isn't that correct? I think you're allowed to give them a tip but not cash. Is that how it I, works? I believe so because they I think can you can. A gift. I believe that you can give them like a nice piece of homemade pumpkin bread or whatever. I should probably tip my Amazon driver. You definitely, <laughs> of all the people, <laughs> yes, yeah, but not the ones that are coming up along the side of my house at four o'clock in the morning. Mm-mm. Yeah, I mean, those are the ones that really need it because you know they've been out since three. I know, but two thirty three a.m. They scare the crap out of me when I see the flashlight down the hall. So here's a first world problem for you. What do you do when you're catching up on the dishes, but the dishwasher is full? You can't fit another thing in there, but you still got more dirty dishes in the sink. I do battle with this. Just wash them. Yeah, but I don't want to. Well, I'm the same. No, I get I get Tim's point. Like there are definitely certain items that you really don't need to be sanitizing in a dishwasher you can easily use warm soapy water dry it and put it away it's fine or something that's really big that might eat up a lot of valuable space like the crock pot you got to hand wash that you got to hand wash your pans right but Kristen (laughs) will allow that to a point but she's also hey if we got to run it again we got to run it again that's the job that's what we do here Mm -hmm. yeah like what if you have like why we paid for it what if you have like three glasses? Are you going to run an entire sink full of water to wash three glasses? No, no. you're going to save them for the next time the dishwasher. We're going to let empty. it right. Or you could install a second dishwasher. Now this is where we're headed. This sounds like something Jen would do, I know. but she doesn't do a lot of cooking. So, but that doesn't mean I don't have dirty dishes. I have tons of dirty dishes. Just you. Ut- I need a dishwasher for just utensils. Do they make those just like a little mini dishwasher that just washes forks? Oh, huh. I'm sure they do. They have that, that would whole be little cool. um, like some of them have that little tray at the top you pull I out and you lay the it tray. in there. I had that in my old house, and I mean, I hate yeah. my dishwasher. I wonder if you could do like an entire dishwasher of just trays. Just, that would be very cool. Oh, maybe but two I trays know, at top. I know somebody that has two dishwashers, 
And that's because they have a child with food sensitivities. But the rest of the family does not have the food sensitivities. But the child is so sensitive that just the slightest bit of gluten or dairy or anything. Mm. So they don't share a dishwasher. The kid has his own dishwasher with his own plates. Wow. So his his stuff never gets contaminated wow. with anything else that the family Oh, my gosh, that's going to be now, challenging. Is is this family somewhat well off? I think they do all right. They do all right. Yeah. Well, as ridiculous as having a second dishwasher may sound to most people, apparently more and more people are doing it, and not just the super rich. A report asked people who have two dishwashers, why do you have two dishwashers? And they say, well, the benefits include having additional room to wash the big pots and pans, nice. having a separate dishwasher for the kids' stuff, which I guess, you know, the situation that you described could mm-hmm. apply. Having the space to clean up after a dinner party. If oh, you, if you if entertain often, I can't tell you how many House Hunters episodes I watch where all there's always one member of the couple that say, well, we need an open concept kitchen with, with an island because we like to entertain. <laughs> <laughs> I used to like to entertain. Now I'm good. <laughs> so, yeah, having the space to clean up after the dinner party because you like to entertain without doing it in shifts, having an overflow space for uneven times, like if you have more cups than plates in one day or more plates and cups on another and to always have one that's dedicated to clean dishes while the other can be for collecting dirty ones, which ah, the last one is absurd. Weird. But but you know what I end up doing? Point. I end up finally getting the dishwasher loaded, running it, and then not having time to unload it so dirty dishes then pile up in my sink. And I have a ton of dirty dishes in my sink with a clean dishwasher. And then by the time that I empty the dishwasher and put everything away... Uh, it's full immediately from all the dishes that have been sitting in my sink. That is why you need a third dishwasher. I do, because this cycle is never-ending. So they should do like a Black Friday deal where you buy two dishwashers and get a third for free. (laughs) There you go. I'll put the other one in the basement. I mean, next week is Thanksgiving. You're going to thank me later. (laughs) How are you going to run all the power for this? I know. know. I wouldn't mind having one in the basement, though, because that's like our party space. Yeah, that you makes know, sense for you guys. If we, you know, because I do hate it when we have a party and I'm carrying everything, up. everything upstairs and then everything back so downstairs. So you also need an elevator. It's not. Yeah, no, I'm fine Well, that. and that's the funny thing. <laughs> I like thing. the workout. It's not that out of the realm of possibilities because I used to enjoy giving Jen crap for having not just an elevator, <laughs> but a set of washer dryers on the top floor and a set of washer dryer on the bottom floor. Uh-huh. But I've actually seen more and more new homes come out with similar setups yeah because they have like a living suite maybe they have the master suite on the ground floor or uh-huh. upstairs or whatnot uh-huh. and the kids are, are in another wing of the house so yeah. they got two sets of washer dryers sure oh or those gosh. row houses especially in the east end a lot of them have elevators yeah that's crazy uh the, the, do the works across the hall from us they have an elevator in their house oh do they that's right man Pretty soon, every bedroom is going to have its own washer and dryer so that we go into the full ultimate laziness of all lazy and don't have to wash Just put anywhere. it straight away. Yeah. It's time. No. Time. Well, that was one of the things that came up with this home renovation project we're doing. Uh, if you don't know the story, we're having, we started out, we were just going to have the master closet, master bathroom redone, uh-huh. reconfigured. Because we're working with limited space. You know, it's an old house and. Uh, you know, it was designed for people who lived in the late 1960s. Mm-hmm. 
Well, now that all the kids have moved out of the house, we're only two people. For some reason, that's still not enough room for us. So yeah. <laughs> She's wanted to do this, though, since she bought the house. Okay. So we're redoing the master closet, the master bath. It needs to be redone anyway. A lot of the stuff is dated upstairs. Um, but then she decided, you know what? I'm, I'm just going to redo the basement. It needs it. It's partially finished, but now I'm just going to finish, finish it. Mm-hmm. It'll add to resale value. And then she said, oh, you know what? And while I'm at it, I'm, yeah. we're going to redo the front mm-hmm. porch. Okay. And while we're at it, I'm going to replace this door here. So there's, it's. It's all over. Right. Man. If you can change change the way you live when you do your renovations, that's like the key to going through the whole mess. So I think you guys are doing that. Yeah, we're going to, we're sleeping in separate, or we will be sleeping in separate bedrooms for a period of time. How are you going to like that? Uh, I'm I'm afraid to say I'm going to love it. <laughs> I love her very much, but I have moments where I have a hard time sleeping uh-huh. when I got a cat and another person in the room. Yeah. So now you'll just have the cat and everything will be just fine. Well. <laughs> we'll see. see how it goes. Maybe I close my door and the cat sleeps with her. Oh. I'm just <laughs> There Everybody's out. All the ladies are kicked He's out had of your enough. bedroom. How long did it take? How long you been living with her now? <laughs> yeah, it was funny because like when we when we were living in separate places, I was probably at her house like four out of seven nights a week anyway. But those other three nights, oh, the sleep was glorious. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. When I had COVID, she moved into the other one of the other bedrooms. Yeah. And uh when I was over it, she said, I'm moving back in. <laughs> and I go, Really? Because you're just going to have to move back out again when the construction starts. She goes, really? You are in such trouble. I am in trouble. Yeah. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. We got Jack on line two. He is looking for a second date update today with a lady named Paige. Hey, Jack. Hey, guys. How's it going? Going great. Thanks for asking. I'm going to try to get you a second date here, Jack. That's the goal. Yeah, that'd be nice. Uh, Let me tell you what went down. Okay, so I met this girl on Tinder. Uh, You know, we met her for drinks. Um, That went really well. So uh, we went ahead and made plans to go to dinner the next night, and uh, that was also really great. Um, she came back to my place after dinner and uh, spent the night. Well, that sounds like a successful evening. Yeah, and uh, so I texted her the next day, and uh, she hasn't got back to me. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm a little nervous. Uh, no, it's okay. I just well, so It sounds know. like the first date went as intended. Were you expecting more? Did you want more? Because, again, it was a, I don't know, I guess not a tender hookup. Well, it was a date and a hookup. What were you hoping for? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe just more consistent communication uh, as we kind of developed this. Um, I mean, you know, she's really cool. Uh, we talked a lot about stuff. Um, she was really funny, cute. I don't know. I, I just uh, really liked her. Uh, I don't get to really like very many people. <laughs> so you we know people like you. Oh, yeah, we, we might know one or two. <laughs> Uh, so this is someone you want to see again then. This was not, you don't want just to hook up with her. You want to date her. 
Yeah, pretty much. I don't hang out with a ton of people. So when I meet someone like her, it's really nice. You know, I I just want to see her again. That's all. Okay. Nothing wrong with that, buddy. No. So you go out for drinks, you have dinner, she comes back to your place. Does she stay the whole night or is she leave in the middle of the night? Does she slip out? How'd that go? Yeah, you know, she stayed the whole night, but she, she did kind of leave early, you know-ish uh, the next day. I mean, you know, it wasn't a, a whole lot of hanging out. Yeah, was that weird in the morning? Like, was it kind of awkward, or did you get the sense that she was all about seeing you again? I felt like it was okay. I mean, it, I can't think of anything that was like a, a you know, like a real crazy turnoff or anything. Uh, yeah, nothing jumps out at you. Hmm. No, nothing I can think of. And uh, how aggressive have you been in, in, in trying to set up a second date? Uh, you know, it's it's kind of escalating. I, I probably texting and calling more than I should be at this point. Uh, that's why I was hoping y'all could help me out. It's gotten to the point now where you're bringing in Jeff and Jen. <laughs> the experts, yeah, right? Yeah, we're calling in for backup for sure. Uh, <laughs> you're a brave man. We're happy to do that. Maybe y'all can get it sorted out for me. Yeah, we'll try to anyway. We'll do our best. All right, well, why don't we take a break here then, and when we come back, we'll call Paige and see what she thought of Jack and her night with him as Second Date Update continues here at Cincinnati's Q102. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Okay, Jack met Paige on Tinder. They met up for drinks, had a nice dinner. Seems to really like her, likes her enough he'd like to see her again. They did hook up. Everything seemed fine. We didn't get into too much detail. Jack's not really the type to kiss and tell other than the fact that he wants to see her again and kind of at the point now where he feels like if he escalates it anymore, it's going to get weird, which is why he's bringing in backup. He's bringing in Jeff and Jen, you guys. Let's do it. So unless there's anything you thought of during the break, Jack, that you think we need to know that would be helpful before jumping into this, now's the time. Otherwise, we're going to call her. Yeah, you know, I, I guess I'm ready to hear it. <laughs> Are you? Be very sure. You're open to hearing it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> How right. bad can it be? Yeah, I mean, I can't think of any kind of crazy stuff that I did. I mean... I think he sounds good so far. Yeah, I mean, you performed well, right? Yeah, I would like to think so. Okay. Okay. Several times. Ooh, <laughs> let's do you. Wow, all right. Let's give her a call, see what she says. Hello? Hi there. Is this Paige? Speaking. Hi, Paige. It's Jeff and Jen and Fritch and Tim and everybody here at Q102. How you doing? Whoa. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> Are you kidding? I love that. Oh, this is weird. Are you serious? Yeah, it's us. This We're all weird. here. I, I literally was just telling my cousin. I'm like, well, I was saying it sarcastically. Are you just calling me about a second date update? Yeah, you kind of broke up a little bit. You were talking to your cousin about second date update? Yes, is that why you're calling me? Uh, well, it is why we're calling you. <laughs> Who did you ditch? No way! You <laughs> cannot make that up. I must be psychic. Is this about Jack? Uh, uh -oh. Yes, it is Jack. 
What happened? Oh, oh my. Okay. Well, I listen to your show all the time. Let me just say that. Thank you. And I was just talking with my cousin yesterday about Jack because he keeps text messaging me. And I'm like, watch, next thing that's going to happen, I'm going to be getting a call from Jeff and Jen wanting to know about a second date update. <laughs> and no way. It is a day later, and you guys are calling me? Like, you cannot make this up. You okay. see what happens when you put this stuff out into the universe? Yeah. I know. See what no, you did? No, it's not the first time I've manifested insanity. <laughs> so funny. I don't know. Maybe there's something about yeah. you that attracts that. Oh, uh, yeah. I've been told that before. So what did Jack have to say? He said you were lovely. He said you two met on Tinder and that you had, uh, I think you said drinks and then dinner and that you went back to his place. And he said everything was fine. He didn't get into too much detail, but he seemed happy with uh, how things went there. Mm-hmm. Uh, he didn't get it. We asked him, you know, did anything feel weird? Was it awkward or anything like that? Do you think you did anything or said anything? And he said, no, not that I can think of. And yeah, he'd like to see you again. So w what's the deal? <sighs> well, <laughs> so, Boy, yeah, I can't I wait. it's got to be something. Well, there's a couple things. I don't even know where to begin. Um, I got a little tipsy. My judgment was a little impaired. And I, I stayed the night. You can kind of read between the lines. Yeah. I don't usually make a habit to be intimate on a first date, but I really was very attracted to him. But then, like, we're doing the deed, and we're both nude, but he's, like, refusing to take his socks off. And I'm like, why aren't you taking your socks? And, it just, I mean, at first they kind of start teasing each other, but then I realized, like, this guy wasn't joking. He, like, literally would not to the point where I thought he had OCD and I'm like I happen to be a nail technician I should have prefaced it with this because I do pedicures for a living like I've seen every type of foot there is to see nothing about your foot is going to turn me off and he was just like no like he would not I don't know he just would not and it just kind of weirded me out just take your socks off so we could be more comfortable he's right. like no no I can't do it so <laughs> To add to the awkwardness of the whole experience, I leave there in the morning. I call my cousin, the same cousin that I was talking to yesterday about you guys. I call her and I tell her the whole story. And evidently there's some like thing going on out there where like, it, pe like people leave their socks on um, on a first date. It's like a superstition. Really? About what? I don't know. Something like if you leave your socks on on the first date, it's supposed to be good luck that you'll end up marrying the person. So she's like, he probably really likes you and left his socks on because he wants to marry you. Again, I Googled it. I couldn't find any such thing, but that's where I'm at, guys. Huh. Now the guy, mm -hmm. now Jack won't stop texting me. So the sock thing is really bothering you, in part, I suppose, because well, he couldn't give understand. you a, an explanation that you understood. Correct. Okay. I would love an explanation. Like, it's we—it's just weird. I don't know. It's weird. Well, let's ask him. We have him on the line because he, he called us about you, obviously. So let, let him explain. Jack, you're still there? Yeah, I'm still here. So what's the deal with the socks? <laughs> you know, I'd love to say there was some crazy, nefarious reason why. Okay, it's simple. I have bad feet. I didn't want her to see my bad feet. 
I've got this one toe I dropped a drill on. The nails turned all black, and it's about to fall off. Oh, and yeah. there's this other toe, you know, and I got a little fungus thing going on. Oh. You know, I don't really know how to get rid of it. I, so I just wanted to spare her the details of all the grossness and, you know, <laughs> all that. So is it just with the current situation that you have going on with the, you know, the fungus and the black toenail? Once those issues clear up, are your feet still nasty beyond that? Or is it just that that's the problem? Well, I mean, you know, I don't have servants cleaning my feet or anything. I'm sure there's work to be done, but uh, (laughs) they're mostly, you know, pretty good, you know, looking all right. Uh, She did say she's seen it all being a nail tech for how how many years did you say it was, Paige? Eleven? Eleven, yeah. Well, yeah, but nail techs are usually dealing with just regular unhealthy feet. I mean, I've got (laughs) nails falling off here. It's almost a medical Mm. emergency, I would say, at this point. How does that strike you, Paige? I mean, does that go beyond what you expected, or have you seen that as well in your career? You, pre- I'm sure you probably have. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I kind of feel bad. Like, if that's really what it was all along, Jack, you could have totally just told me that. I mean, what, you think I'd be that judgmental? I mean, I let you see my, you know... <laughs> That's really yeah, funny. Yeah, but I'm not a gynecologist either, you know? I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't know what I was looking at. I had nothing to compare it to. Um, I wouldn't try to diagnose you or anything, is what I'm saying. I mean, you might know. You might be able to give him some tips on how to handle both those issues that he has going on right now. I mean, you might know a thing or yeah, two. Yeah, I want to look at it first, so he'd, he'd have to show it to me. Um, yeah, because I would totally go to my nail tech before I would go to the dermatologist. Oh, would you really? I totally so would, yeah. Jack, I think it's interesting that you were trying to protect her from the ugly details because by not going into it, I think you weirded her out more, and that was her issue. Am I wrong, Paige? No, you're. That's a, you actually. That was actually very well put. So if he had just taken his socks off and just showed his gnarly feet, you, you would have been cool. <laughs> I know. I just, it wouldn't I'm have killed at, the mood. It wouldn't he, have turned you off. You should have seen the face Jen just made. I feel that communication is the foundation to any relationship. Yeah. So. I actually probably would have been, in all honesty, if he would have taken his socks off without preparing me, if it's as bad as he says it is. Right. I probably would have been like, well, that was a little inconsiderate. He should have forewarned me. <laughs> but if he would have told me the truth, it would be like, oh, no big deal. Let's continue on with our harmonious union yeah. and finish what we started. I don't think Jen would have been as understanding, Jack. I have to be honest with you. Judging from the faces uh, you know, that Jen's I been probably making. would have appreciated you leaving the socks on, yeah. <laughs> to be honest. And then I'm you just going to trust you on it's that. It's like, you know, you, it's one thing if you've been married for 40 years and you're with somebody and. You know, old people feet, the nails get really thick and they kind of turn yellow. And before you know it, you're giving your spouse pedicures. It is. You see Ugh. things, but it's you love different. someone. And, yeah. and love them long time, you know, sure. just. You're going to see things. And it's different. Right. But... Jen, how do you ever expect to get to that point if you can't get open and honest right off of that? And for you, it'd be totally cool with feet. I'm sure that there are things that I would be open to hearing or seeing that maybe you would be slightly uncomfortable with, you know. I was, and I still showed him what I was uncomfortable with. (laughs) So that's why I'm like, I was vulnerable with you. You know, he could have been vulnerable with me. Yeah. Remember, Jack? Yeah. (laughs) It's all about being vulnerable. (laughs) Right. Right. Vulnerability is sexy 99% of the time.
Oh, maybe I was too vulnerable. <laughs> yeah, you'll have to let us know. Get him in your chair. Get him in your get, get him get his feet in the tub. See yeah. what let's see the before and after. See what you can do. Jen wants pictures. I do. Okay. It's let's true. do it. Jack, yeah. we should do it. Does this mean you guys are down for a second date? Yeah. Only I if he shows it. me his feet. <laughs> yeah. You're willing to show I, the feet, I, Jack? Hey, I'll give her another chance. I have an idea. Okay. Why don't you come meet me at work? I'll do your feet. I'll do a pedicure. And then we'll go do something fun afterwards. I like that. Cool. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, that works yeah. for me. We got a deal. Yay. I'm excited. Good. Love it. I'm glad to hear that. That's what we want. God, we actually accomplished our goal today. What do you know? We set out to get a second date. We got a second date. Yep. Woo, woo. I'm kind of shocked that happened. I'm going to hang up before she changes her mind. <laughs> oh, I'm not changing my mind. I want to see this guy's feet. <laughs> yeah, you really are obsessed are you, with his yeah, feet. Okay. Yeah. Sounds like she's into feet. She's got like a Tarantino thing going on. Well, yeah. I, don't, I don't know if it goes that far, but. But maybe. Yeah. We'll find out. That'd be a first. I don't know of any women who are into feet. Do you? I don't know any personally. Hmm. I know some that are bothered by them and some that are fine, but nobody that's obsessed. Yeah, Fritz is weirded out by feet. She doesn't like feet. She doesn't like even the nicest feet, clean feet. She right. can't stand no, feet. No, she's a no thank you. Yeah. In fact, she left the room. Oh, yeah, she couldn't stand the conversation. <laughs> no joke. That's no, not a joke. She's out. She, she she's literally gone. left the room during the second date update. <laughs> yeah, she gets pretty gross. Yeah, out. Tim went to go check on her. Yeah. Hopefully she's fine. Yes. All right, guys, hang on. We're going to set up this date. And thank you both for coming on second date update. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. All right. If you need a little help with the second date update, send us an email, Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. Up next, your shot at $1,000. The 1K letter of the day is. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. How's your day going? It's amazing. I got in, so I'm excited. All right. Yeah, this will be fun. We're excited to have you. Cool. Have you played before? I've never played before. No? Well, this is a first timer. We love that. Got a newbie. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so let's go over the rules. Make sure that everything is clear. You're going to have 30 seconds to, to answer 10 questions that begin with the letter of the day. You can't repeat any of your answers, and the key to winning is to pass quickly. Do you have any okay. questions? I don't think so. All right. Okay. Do you usually do pretty well in the car when you play along? Uh, usually not. Not going <laughs> to lie. <laughs> That's good because most people are like, oh, yeah, I nail it. I'm yeah. going to win this money. I do so great by myself. I'm so smart. <laughs> oh, I know words. I know. I you may do really letters. well in this case. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you know. There you go. All right. Well, your first time out, we're starting you off with a vowel. Okay. okay. But it's probably it's arguably the best vowel you could ask for. Ooh. Care to guess what it is? I? Nope. No. You got the letter E. <laughs> e. We're okay. off to a bad start if she thinks I is a better letter. That's what I was wondering, too. Like, do you have more I ideas than E ideas? We've had a, a few winners with E. With e. I mean, it's I easily would have been a. like A. You know, the first vowel you think of us sometimes, maybe? Yeah. Nope, you got the letter E. E it is. E it is. All right. All yes. Right. So we got 30 seconds on the clock, 
And I'm going to hold off on starting that timer until Jen is finished asking the first question so you get your full 30 seconds. So here we go. With the letter E. Name something you put in the attic. Everything. A salad ingredient. Eggs. A meat. Uh, Cat. Something you pick. Your ear. Something spicy. Uh, uh, Pass. Something you squeeze. Pass. A city. Eaten. An animal. Elephant. A beauty product. Um, uh, Pass. A clothing item. Pass. A meat. Oh, Oh, man. Uh, A meat, I was thinking elk. Oh, yeah. Elk would have worked. Or eel. Yeah. Would you say a makeup product? Eye cream? Eye cream. Yep, a beauty product. Uh, Something spicy. Enchilada. Mm. Oh, that's a good one. Clothing item. Earmuffs. Earmuffs would have worked. I was kind of stumped on that one. Something you pick, I thought your elbow. Or she said ear, right? Something you squeeze. Oh, yeah. Hmm. I want to check out Lauren's attic. I know. She's got everything up there. (laughs) Everything is up there, yep. (laughs) I know. I just had a salad the other day that had hard-boiled egg chopped up on it. Yeah, it was, was good. It good. Yeah, I like really that. good. All right, guys. Well, thank you, Lauren. We'll do yeah. it again tomorrow. All right, thank you. Keep yeah. trying until you win it. Woo-hoo. <laughs> All right, keep on it. Jeff, I want to give a quick shout out to Bonnie, who I met last night as um, at a dinner I was at. She was just announced cancer-free in October. And oh, wow. so she got to ring the bell back in October, and she is just a true fighter for cancer. So, That's great. Uh, she, well I said, what time do you listen? She goes, right around like 1K letter of the day. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. that's perfect. Shout out to you, Bonnie. What's up, Bonnie? Good for her. That's got to feel good, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. for you sure. Imagine that ordeal. Ringing the bell. Yep. yep. Got any group texts going on right now? No, I don't think I'm, uh, I'm only on a couple. Ugh. I have one um, for my mom's family that they, they start every day about 6.09, 6.10 a.m. And I just have it muted and I can't, because I can't keep up. Yeah, I, I usually mute all group texts. No offense. <laughs> I mean, I'll get to them. Not ours. You don't mute our, your work chat group text, do you? No. <laughs> you respond on there, so I know that you are not just muting it. Those group texts, though, they don't happen that often. No, no they don't. They, don't. Like, they happen every day, but it's always like, I need you to stop by and do this, or we owe a video for that, or whatever. But, like, is. I got friends who are just, sometimes they get bored during the day, mm-hmm. but, they, but they should be working. And they, so, I mean, this will go on all day if I don't mute it. Right. Uh, we're doing stuff here, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But on the family group text, there's 15 of us. And so it could be anything from like the kids sporting events or someone's birthday in the family, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Uh, often like on Bengals day, people yeah. are going back and forth. Who day chats. Right. Well, someone came up with a list of chat rules we should all be following on group texts. And number one is to not add too many people. Evidently, six is ideal. By the way, there are certain certain members of the family who never respond, no matter what. I think we're muted on the kids. So you don't think they're even on the nieces' channels? I doubt it. Yeah. I doubt it. Uh, Kristen's, 
Let's see. One, uh, Kristen's oldest will chime in every now and then. Mm-hmm. Her oldest daughter? Uh, yeah. Otto will sometimes chime in. Ingrid hardly ever unless she's directly addressed. Uh, <laughs> but, but do you think they're reading them? I mean, are they aware or are they just ignoring They probably them check it every now and then. But what's funny is out of the 15 people in the family, the two most chatty are Kristen and her mom. Oh, wow. And are they having conversations with just each other for everyone else to witness? Or it's like is a public in- conversation for everybody everyone. to consume okay. if they want to. Gotcha. Don't you feel like they should just be talking to each other and not including everyone? Because I'll tell you what ends up happening in that situation. Because I also am like, I, I'm I'm there sometimes, but I'm not there all the time. So then it comes up where it's like, well, it was in the group chat. And I'm no. like, you know, I can't keep up with the group chat. Can you just tell me direct? Well, we're not really making plans. We're just, it's it's mostly small talk. Like, um, you know, like, let's say we're at the Bengals game. You know, we'll text out some pictures, like, from the stadium. Because a lot of the family members are from Cincinnati, but they don't live in Cincinnati anymore. So they would appreciate the who days and... Hey, it's a perfect day in the natty. Wish you guys were here kind of thing. And Yeah, Yeah, look, oh, Jeff and Kristen are at the game. Yeah, and her mom will, like, absolutely engage and who day and participate, whereas everyone else is just kind of on the sidelines, either giving a thumbs up or... Or not responding at all. So there there are participants who are more active than others. Mm -hmm. Wow. I think it's a benefit sometimes when you're not active. Like, my mom keeps up with the family chat. So then I just call her, usually after the show on my way home, and say, like, what's going on? And she catches me up. And she enjoys hearing from me. Yeah, but we don't, like, it's mostly small talk. Like, we don't get into planning holidays or family arguments on them. Yeah. That kind of thing. But, yeah, additions to, so some other rules for group chats. Any addition to the group chat must be approved not just by the group, but also by the person you're adding. In other words, don't just toss someone in there thinking, yeah. oh, they'll want to hear this. Please. Not necessarily. Right. <laughs> or they'll <laughs> want to participate in this discussion. No, wait. Nope. No, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really. want to hear from you. This is not pivotal. Right. <laughs> uh, respond whenever you want. You should not feel pressured to reply right away. Now, in general, there should be a 48-hour grace period. So, in other words, like if if you put a query out there and you don't hear from them within 48 hours, well, that's on them. After that, just move on. Plus, no one cares what someone said two days after the fact. But there is a 48-hour grace period where you got to allow that person, assuming they're busy and they got stuff going on, to be able to have a chance not only to respond, but think about their response before they answer. What about, don't you have a family member that responds, like, months later? Oh, yeah, Hannah. Yeah. Is it, it's like, uh, why even bother, Hannah? It's just funny, but she's, like, probably, out of all of us, the most busy human being in the yeah. family. And she just it, she just has a lot going on, so it's understandable. But So, I mean, nobody takes it personally. Yeah. It's just funny. Yeah, and my friend Stephanie's the exact same way. I forgot you wrote me three months ago. Yeah, you can bring your cat. <laughs> and it's usually like right around my birthday i'll get a birthday text from her she'll be like hey happy birthday and in answer to your question that you asked me nine months ago <laughs> yeah uh making fun of android users for the green bubble <laughs> is allowed yeah 
So that was obviously written by an iPhone user. Yeah, my man was like the last holdout on his family group chat. He always loved the droid because he loved like the pen. It, it, didn't it come with like a little pen or something where you could write stuff on some, the screen did, and send yeah. it over? Yeah. And he loved the pen. And everybody was like, just get it out. You're the only one. By the way, Google blames Apple for that whole green bubble thing. And really? I don't know if you've noticed, but like every now and then, uh, Kristen's sister will send video of, you know, one of her kids playing soccer or something. But mm -hmm. the way it comes in on our phones, because she doesn't have an iPhone, it comes in all messed up. Like the video just looks horribly grainy and small. Oh, I hate that. It's because it didn't come in on an iPhone. Yeah. So we blame her. We give her crap. Uh, number four, limit the amount of memes you send. Okay. Uh, they're still fairly liberal about it, uh, but they say no more than four memes or gifts in a short period of time. They're not all that funny. Some are, but not all. Never respond with just the word ha huh, in lowercase. This one's more about texting in general. A single ha, H-A, lowercase, can be seen as passive-aggressive. Like, you really didn't think it was all that funny. <laughs> so at least double it up and go with ha-ha. <laughs> or, in the case of Tim, you know, if he thinks it's moderately funny, but not like super funny, out of just to, as a way to be polite, he'll do capital H-A and then an exclamation point. So I hear him saying ha Yep, that's exactly what it is. Or if it's really funny and you got me, like maybe uh -huh. I even like laughed out loud or spit my water out. That's a B. Bah! <laughs> yep. That's big. That means you're really funny. And then finally, if it's a work-related group chat, there should be no texting on weekends. Everyone's work-life balance is stressed enough as it is. Have some Makes courtesy sense. for your coworker or employee. And there you go. Those All are right. the uh, Great group text stuff. etiquette. Yeah. Like that. Right there. According from who knows who. I don't know who writes this stuff. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.